Sometimes I wonder if things would have turned out differently, if I'd made a pot of mussels instead of ravioli de langoustine that night, if the destruction and all the changes would have missed us, if I had simply chopped some garlic, heated a pan of wine, and thrown handfuls of dark mollusks into the liquid until their rough shells cracked gently open. The thing was, I loved mussels from the minute I tasted them, but I wasn't sure if everyone in the group would, too. I think some people get squeamish about mussels because they're just the tiniest bit sexual. The slight tang of salt, the smooth folds of flesh on your tongue. It's why the French can't get enough mussels. Why they don't mind it when their president has an affair. So I decided to go with ravioli de langoustine from my favorite chef, Olympe Versini instead. Olympe was smart and fearless and wore high heels when she cooked, which is something I would have liked to do, except some big-footed gene had climbed its way onto my family tree, and high heels made me look like a wayward flamingo coming in for a bad landing. Mom said I was lucky to have my big feet, that my grandmother had stood firmly on hers while her husband died of tuberculosis, leaving her to raise six kids alone, and that my great-grandmother had planted her size tens on the deck of an overcrowded and heaving steamship as she fled from a potato famine that would put nearly a million people in the ground. That's the way it is with them McDougal feet, Mom said. Somebody tries to knock you down, you bounce right back up. She'd grown up hard in the Blue Ridge Mountains, and I'd come a long way from where she started, so maybe she was right. But if she was, then why was I living like this? Why did I feel like I'd been knocked flat on my back? I started cooking that day at three o'clock, chopping and sautéing and rolling out sheets of dough so delicate they looked like clouds of fine silk. Outside the window, a gray November drizzle fell. I let my iPod shuffle through songs as I worked in the kitchen, a room Keith had designed, even though the only thing he ever made in it was toast. He'd picked out slabs of granite, selected beautiful spalted beach cabinets, and chosen hulking stainless steel appliances that always seemed sullen and slightly menacing to me. Once I'd dreamed I was walking on Filbert Street in San Francisco and looked up to see our refrigerator rolling down the steep incline after me. I tried to run, but my legs were like cement blocks, and the refrigerator kept getting closer, its great door yawning open, its icy breath blowing against my neck. Keith had said, There's nothing more boring than another person's dreams, when I told him, but Chloe, our daughter, had laughed. She was away at her first year of college, and I missed her. But Keith said that was ridiculous, too, that parents shouldn't be surprised when they raise their children to be independent, and then they left. Was that what had happened with Keith? Was independence the reason my heart laid jackhammered in a million pieces inside my chest? My life had taken its wrong turn when Keith came home after his classes four months ago, and... Partway through his pre-dinner glass of wine said he'd noticed I'd put on a few extra pounds, which led him to the fact that sex with me was about as exciting as taking the trash cans to the curb every Monday, and finally, that he'd met someone else. 
The last part came out almost the same way he would announce the weather each morning, when I brought him his coffee. Looks like rain. Looks like I've fallen in love with another woman. I had a hard time breathing. My first thought was, how could seven pounds be a marriage breaker? The second was, didn't every couple that had been together for close to 19 years have some dust bunnies in the sex corner of their marriage? Then I thought, I can fix this. There's a juice fast I read about, I said, as Keith leaned against that beautiful kitchen counter with the long-stemmed glass of Pinot Noir in his hand. He wore a gorgeous Italian shirt and slacks that set off his trim waist. It was one of the things that had attracted me to Keith in the first place, that faintly European sense of style. Guaranteed five pounds in one week, I said, as I bent over to check the chicken I was roasting in the oven.